Scott with Android Guys, and this is Luke. Luke, what's up, man? It is Thanksgiving week. It is. Yeah. That's crazy. I know, dude. Seems like uh, it should still be summer. We, like, well, it felt like we had one just rolling right along, and then we just got slammed into this snowy, cold crap over the weekend. Yeah. Yep. The Midwest, man. And then... Uh, did you get any snow? Yeah. Okay, so we had a little bit yep. um, on the deck in the yard and then went away. But yeah, it was, you just kind of wake up and go, oh, yeah, it yeah. is the middle of November after all. And it snowed for like three hours and then it was like raining for the rest of the evening. And then it was pretty much gone by morning. And then it's going to be 63 tomorrow. So weird. <laughs> yeah. So weird. You know, when you, you hear like, that's Ohio for you. Yeah. I think you say that in any state. Yeah, right. Because you hear that, you know, like. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard somebody sit when regarding the weather go, well, that's California for you. I bet you there are people. I'm sure there are. Well, maybe not for the actual. Here's one that I think I've heard used a lot. Don't like the weather? Stick around for 15 minutes. It'll change. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you work in a. A retail spot like a bank or something or a barber where every conversation is. Oh, no. No. So, I mean, I did I did hair for a while. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was like, we're going to talk about the weather. Oh, we're talking politics? Or are we doing this? Like, oh, you want to talk about the bronze too? Yeah. Sure, how I'll many, go through it again. Yeah. How many, how many times can I have the same conversation throughout a day? So. Yeah. I, with somebody else. It was nice though, because sometimes you would get like little tidbits of information, and then you could pass it to the next conversation, and it'd be like, Ooh. "You you sound more and more authoritative right. as the day goes." Exactly. Well, if it gets to like um, Easter eggs in movies and things, mm-hmm. references you might have missed by the time that last person comes in, you're like, "Damn, dude, how'd you catch all that?" Well, you know, I watch a lot of movies. Watch a lot of movies, and I just you know know what to look for. <laughs> I know how to get on Reddit and watch right. YouTube videos and chat with other nerds and yeah, realize right. how much I didn't actually catch. Oh my gosh, so much. I like to think that I'm pretty good on catching things. Yeah. But then some shows, I'll just go into. And here's the 37 Easter eggs you missed. Yeah. We saw in this trailer and you're like, wow. I caught nine of those. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, but yeah. you know what? Half of those are just like not really. Let's Easter inflate eggs. the numbers. Yeah, yeah. They're like this could be a thing. Yep. Like, Notice uh, the color sequence. This could be hinting at this. Yeah. Like, like, what? Oh. That's grasping. Um, you got any plans for Thanksgiving? No, I think. I mean, I think we're gonna have go to go to the in laws' house. Maybe get some turkey, and that's about it. Nothing crazy. We I. My wife might go Black Friday shopping. I don't really Phys- do that. Physical in store? Yeah, she likes it. She wants to she go stand in line at Best Buy for another TV. She buy no. <laughs> it's not even like a she'll computer. buy like, you know, random little stuff for the kids for like stockings and stuff or yeah. like I got these blankets or four for a dollar. Yeah, look how cute these are. Like, okay. Worth, whatever. Worth going out. Yeah, and it's, dealing with people. You know, yeah, it's not. I I stopped quantifying the the worth versus 
uh, yeah. you know, time investment a long time ago. So, you and know, if that's what she likes to do. It's experience, too. For yeah. some people, they like to just have that experience. I worked enough retail in my life that I don't want to be anywhere near a store on that tight that that day. Yeah. And really just holidays in general. I'm just I'm done with uh, like the crazy Christmas stuff. I try and knock it all out in a day if I have to go local. Yeah. Well, I uh, my son is he's an electrician and mm-hmm. he works these like random hours sometimes. Sure. So he will uh, some days have to get up at like five and then meet some people and then they'll drive to the job site and then many days he's up at you know he's got to be there at seven and right. Then, uh, but. Uh, he talks about overtime and long hours and how, you know, he's putting in this work and it's funny to hear him, you know, talk like an adult. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then to tell him things like, you know, how about working at a mall and selling cell phones mm-hmm. and being open at six and uh, closing at 11? Who buys a cell phone at six? Nobody, dude. Yeah. We just have to be there. We yeah. have to be open because we work in the mall. And yeah. Our kiosk has to be. And like you could stand around for two, three hours. But then the people who do come in are like. It's just grievance and grievance and grievance. Yeah. They just want to come in like, oh, I'm glad you're open. My phone doesn't work when I go out to the, the sticks. <laughs> I went to the water park and uh, nobody told me this phone wasn't waterproof. Well, you didn't have the conversation. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's interesting to to do that and I'll tell them I'm like, yeah, man, when the holidays come around and you work retail, you're beholden to that retailer or that mall or whatever mm-hmm. those hours are. And you go by the mall now, like pandemic times, you're like, Wait, the mall closed at six on a Thursday? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's you, not fair. Yeah. How did you guys get that? Um You ever have uh so for Turkey, have you ever done a deep fried one? Yep. Tell so me about good. that. Uh, I've only had it one time. It was over at uh, my cousin's for Thanksgiving. And, man, it was delicious. Juicy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, turkey to me is like I only really have it on Thanksgiving when it, if it's not a cold cut. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's good almost anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. just good. Give me, give me the tryptophan. Let me gorge myself and fall asleep watching football. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's playing. Yeah, I don't care. I need the white noise of mm-hmm. the the crowd and the the plays. And, yeah. Yep. Uh, my dad has a uh, smoker. Ooh. That he uses, and I've not had it. Mm-hmm. I I have gone over to have it like on the day of or whatever. My sister has. Mm. She's like, they love it. He's got a guy that um, he works with who has a business where he basically does like uh, ribs and brisket and like, oh yeah. So he's got like he comes in and gives my dad like certain types of like wood chips and stuff. Mm. So he's like, do your turkey with this. Yeah. So it's like applewood or some kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I've gone over to his house on Thanksgiving, but have left. Um, but I could smell it. He's got it out in the garage, yeah. you know, the door open kind of. Let it go for a couple hours or just, all yep. night. Just wafting through the uh, the yard and yeah. the breeze blows and you're like, oh my 
gosh, that's going to be your turkey? He's like, <laughs> yep. So I, I want to do those. I've never done a deep fried one. I've, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to. It's real good. Yeah. It's that time of year where they start breaking out the fireman videos, showing yeah. just how quickly the... <laughs> and you always see the videos of just people that, you know, try and... I mean, the key with that is you go slow. You got to let it, yeah. you know, but they just dump in a... Drop it. Frozen turkey. Yeah. And just grease everywhere. 400 degrees and splash. Splash hits that flame on the bottom of the pot and you got grease fire. Oof. Yeah, it's dangerous. Throw water on grease fire. No. Oh. No. (laughs) You got pee on it. Oh. No. No, 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 no. no, no. no. You're nasty, dog. Yeah. Um, Keep it PG. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm excited for Turkey Day. I am too. I, I kind of hit you in the face, you know, we with the time of the year. Yeah. When the weather changed like abruptly. Um yep. but when you have uh it feels more like the the time change too. Yeah. It kind of feels like cohesive now. It feels mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Which also starts getting me in the mindset of, yep, I'll come home and just kind of chill, do a couple of things around the house and Settle in. This is the routine for a few months. Sure. Uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays. Right. Yeah. It kind of dreaded a little bit, but you also kind of look forward. There's lots of stuff that it. Yeah. It's as a you get busy, older, your perspective. Busy time. Changes. Yeah. Excited to see the kids get their stuff mm-hmm. for Christmas. And well, your kids are at that age now where it's starting to become a little bit more like things that they see yeah. and chase, and they start to get a little bit bigger ticket too. Oh my gosh. It's been that way for a couple of years now. Yeah, they just, I think my oldest has one thing he wants because it was like, this is maybe the one thing you could get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my youngest, I mean, he's still, that's something new. We don't buy anything for him until like two weeks before Christmas because it's changed four months leading up to oh, it right. every couple of weeks. Yeah. I want this. No, I want this. Oh, no, I don't. I don't want that, Dad. I want this. Well, what did you tell Santa you wanted? Yeah. Because I bet Santa probably got what you told him. He's been, they've been working on it for months up there, buddy. You got to, you know. <laughs> you know how hard those elves have to work to make a PS5? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Thanksgiving, as we record this, is technically next week. But yeah. as it airs, it's just in a couple of days. Yep. Um, Black Friday, what are you doing? Anything? No. Nothing. Staying home. Yeah. I think I might do a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, Cyber Monday, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got some content to put out around that time. But other than that, chilling. Mm-hmm. I do like this time of year because it does get a little bit quiet before CES. Yeah. And the big tech announcements and stuff. So it gives me a chance to kind of do a little bit more administrative stuff. Yeah. And also a little bit more um, downtime to just kind of like audit myself and figure out what do I want to do. Retrospect on the year. How did this go? How is this going? What what should we focus on next? Yep. So Yeah, it's nice. Important to do. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a couple products. Yeah. So I have uh, been reviewing the two most recent things that I was thinking of, and you can – Find the full reviews on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the Anac Fire G10 
earbuds. Actually, okay. they're behind you over there on the desk if you want to grab them. They're a pair of wireless earbuds. And they're budget-minded, which for a lot of people think cheap. Yeah. Uh, about 40 bucks for mm-hmm. those. They have a six-hour playback uh, per charge. And then the case, of course, provides more charge, give you... Mm-hmm. I think up to 36 hours is what they claim on this. Nice. So USB-C, um, I would qualify those as like a no frills kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we've we've done some Manac Fire in the past. Yeah. And I like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't, tr- I, for me, they don't seem like they're trying to brand themselves as anything they're not. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're a good, you know, if you feel the case compared to like a $100, $200 pair. You can feel the differences in the build and build quality, but I think for a lot of people, I would tr- you know, I would trust my kid or somebody yeah. else to loan those out before. Yeah, you know, or if I'm buying those as a gift, you know, let's see how you do with those. But they are nice. Um, you know, forty dollars doesn't necessarily mean they're generic. I, I like, I like those. Yeah, um, see, it seems like they fit. They're really low like a low uh profile yeah kind of fit just the little bud in the ear there's mm-hmm. no there's no stem or anything there are no physical buttons on it to kind of like control volume pause or do anything so there's mm-hmm. like these sensors yeah and they can do a couple of things but it's not something where you're like oh my gosh this is so wonky i can't figure out how to go back on a track or something it's mm-hmm. kind of like you can play pause uh, tap twice to skip to the next song. Mm-hmm. If you want to turn volume up, you can do that with the left ear, volume down with the right ear. Okay. And if you want to listen just independent, like one ear, you can do that. So, oh, nice. I mean, it's a nice little thing. Uh, the G10, a knack fire. So, I believe based off of when this is recorded, you'll find the full review in the next couple of days on the podcast. Uh, the other thing I have. And I showed you this morning was the uh, Morphe. Yeah. It's kind of a cool little device. We yeah. have received a handful of requests to like check out like self-help and wellness, wellness, meditative. You mm-hmm. know, you, you had the, uh, the Amaze Fit watch. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got in a thing just yesterday, the Sensate yeah. that we'll be playing with. But the Morphe is a cool little device that you can use for, uh, like de-stressing, unwinding, mm-hmm. meditation. It's it's about a $100 device that you have. There's no screen to look at, which is right. nice. So you can actually focus on that. Put your phone away and say, I'm just going to focus on a 20-minute meditation or an eight-minute. Mm-hmm. Or if I just want to listen to some white noise when I go to sleep. Um, it's a cool, cool little product that I have, you know, a review for that coming up. But I like that quite a bit. Yeah, I've been playing with that. Uh, I'm I'm big into that stuff. I, I something for me this year was just kind of realized, you know, mental health is a real thing. Yeah, taking care of yourself, being able to look at yourself in the mirror and be okay with who you are, mm-hmm. and just kind of do what's right for you or or by you. Sure. Some you know these types of things I think are pretty cool because it gives you a chance to you know, slow down, yep. reflect without being in your phone. Sure. Because there's a lot of apps that'll do these types of things. There's a lot of um, 
you know, smart devices. Mm -hmm. This one, the Morphe, and that's uh, M-O-R-P-H-E-E. It's just some little knobs. You turn these little dials and say, I want to listen to uh, a guided meditation. And then you choose from eight different ones. And then you decide, do I want an eight minute or 20 minute? And then do I want the guy's voice or the woman's voice? Mm -hmm. So it's a cool little device with, a total of like 210, I believe, uh, meditations or guided meditations to, uh, you know, and it travels nice. You charge it up by mm-hmm. uh, micro USB. And if you want to take it with you, if you're traveling, you know, put it on your nightstand. It's got a headphone jack too. Oh, nice. So, if, you know, you're actually in a car and you're like, dude, I need to right. chill out here. I've got, or I've got some anxiety or whatever. Um, yeah. So look for that review as well. Nice. What about you, man? Uh, what have you been up to? Any? Um, I I have a product that uh, I'm excited about. It's not a review. It's just something that I've I've ordered that I'll get sometime soon. It is a new 3D printer. Ooh. Yeah, it's the AnyCubic Photon Mono 4K. So um, I've had I have a couple of 3D printers now, and I've had um, an AnyCubic Photon just resin the just the original any cubic photon 3d printer um and it's a resin printer so it's got the um the vat of you know uncured resin Mm -hmm. and it goes the plate goes down into it and it prints and it's kind of hanging upside down if you've ever seen those you know yeah it's that style it's not the style where there's like a build plate and you're putting plastic layers down drawing a layer on it right um so that uses like uh light to cure the resin. <clears throat> well, this one is the same idea. It's just a higher quality LCD screen. So it's a f- up to 4K resolution, so it'll have a lot more um detail in the prints. My printer is about 3 and a half, maybe 4 years old now. Um and it uh, stopped working. Oh. Yeah. And I th- I probably think I could probably just replace the motor, possibly. Um, but I didn't really want to get into, like, taking it apart and figuring that out. Yeah. And this one just came out. And it's a, you know, step up in quality. Um, so I decided to pull the trigger on it. So I'm excited to see how that, uh, how that works with a little bit better image technology. Does... That style of printer give you like less of the like the lines or the seams between yeah. layers. Yeah, so it's a little bit. It's it's more of what um, is it's more finished piece. Yeah, when you're done, there there's a lot. There's really no seams at all unless mm-hmm. you're printing something in parts that you put together. Okay, and then you would you would have seams of wherever you know you glue glued things together, attached them together. But for the most part, if you want to you know, print a, you know, a kind of mesh ball mm-hmm. that you can see through or whatever. It's these kind of printers are what you use. Okay. Cause I, I'm my first experiences of seeing 3d printers. I remember at like Google IO mm-hmm. maybe seven, eight years ago mm-hmm. and seeing these pieces that were just coming off the printer mm-hmm. and you could come over and look at them and you know, they let you take one or two at different times, but I, 
they always look cool because you're like, oh, look at that. I can make my own chess set. Yeah. But then you look at it and you're like, look at all the lines. Yeah. So the that, layers. That style is called an FDM printer. And that prints on a plastic bed, a, a heated bed. And that'll print the layers of plastic on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And so as that prints up, you can get really high quality ones that, you know, minimize those layers so you can't really see them. Um but with that style of FDM printing, you're always going to have a little bit of layer lines in them. Gotcha. And so these resin ones are are nice because they're, you know, seamless for the most part, as long as your settings are correct. What are you printing? What kind of stuff do you typically print? Uh, minis, stuff for like D&D and um, 40K and like hobby, hobby stuff. Mm-hmm. So nothing like industrial, no, like I've, I've printed the occasional you know, thing for the house, you know, something to hold a cable or yeah, a hook for, you know, putting headphones on under my desk or, you know, random weird stuff like that. But now did you print the car that you drove into? Yeah, yeah. 3D printed car, <laughs> printed my laptop case. No. Uh, printed yeah. my laptop. Yeah, printed the laptop. I bet you could. Uh, yeah, I haven't really gotten into any of that kind of stuff because I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze yeah. kind of thing. Um, do you like, as you try to figure stuff out, do you find yourself feeling like you waste material trying to not really, um, for the most part, the places I get models, like the, the files, the model files, um, are done by people that, you know, they did the dirty work. Yeah. They know how to do that stuff. I haven't gotten into like designing my own things. I've designed at the, at, uh, the bar I have, we designed the tap handles, which are like D8 dice. Mm-hmm. So I designed those. Um, and even those were solid, solid resin. So it took some trial and error to, you know, figure out the right way to do that. Um, and that used a whole lot of uh, material. So I did waste some material there because I was trying to get the right size. Yeah. Um, but I finally got it. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, so... New printer, we'll see what happens. It's a, I mean, the company's been around for a while and they're kind of one of the main players in that space. So I think it's going to be fine. Nice. But uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Do you have uh, any other products or you want to dive into some of the. Oh, I have. I don't have any other problems. We could dive into uh, more of like the pop culture kind of stuff. So I believe. I caught a sh- a movie that you saw last week. Ah. And we talked about it, but we didn't get into detail. Sure. I watched uh, The Harder They Fall. Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. I watched that Saturday while I had my coffee and just kind of sitting there for, you know, a couple of hours mm-hmm. and just slow start to my day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was what you described. Yeah. It. It's very cool. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> All of the everything is like stylistic art choices, mm-hmm. the framing, the colors. Yeah, it's like it's almost like when they were when they were shooting the movie, they're like, we need to make this shot look like it could be a standalone shot from something anywhere. Yeah. This I want this. Like to, this is the hero shot, but yeah. every shot is the hero shot. Yeah, I want this to be. We're shooting uh, reaction memes here. We mm-hmm. want we want people to be able to use these shots right. for things on their own. Um, 
I enjoyed it. I I, I thought it was interesting. I thought mm-hmm. it was fun. Um, I liked some of the characters and and some of their like choices. Yeah, and there was uh, the only thing that I I realized, and I and again it goes to the um, like just building the scene or the the frame mm-hmm. is when they would show a couple of like shots of them like coming into that town, mm-hmm. and they would be like all lined up left to right, like nine people. Mm-hmm. With their back to the building, mm-hmm. as if they had come in and then decided we're going to line ourselves up yeah. with the building and then look down this road, yeah, and then we're going to slowly ride in, yeah. you know, yeah. And I noticed that the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, they probably just wanted to make that look cool." And then right. they did it later with another group of people, and I'm like, "Yeah, they probably did it because they wanted those to look cool." Yeah, <laughs> like the exact same feeling. Yeah, um, yeah. I I thought it was. Uh, an enjoyable film. Um, I like, I don't want to talk about uh, specifics. Sure. Towards. Still pretty new. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the end? Like the, the end end or just how the movie kind of shaped up? How things kind of shaped up at the end. I feel like it was, there was a lot of build up and a lot of character like um development mm-hmm. and it just kind of it seemed like they spent a lot of time on making it look cool mm-hmm. and not enough time on figuring out how to like drive it home yeah it was just kind of like oh and we're at the end mm-hmm. well I, n- I noticed like when it got to the point where it was like is this going to be the big showdown is this happening now there's still 30 minutes left in this film. Right. Like, are they going to drag this out or is there going to be some kind of a plot device that makes it, you know, they got to team up or something right. weird. Right. But, um, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was a fun movie. Interesting. Um, I also felt like there was some convenience mm-hmm. in terms of story, mm-hmm. but also nothing where you're like, Oh, that I feel cheated. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, did you wonder who you were supposed to root for? A little bit. In the in the as the movie started to unfold. Yes. Like which of these two gangs? Yeah, like oh wait, is are these the good guys? Oh yeah. no, wait, these are the good guys. Yeah. Wait. Are these the good guys? <laughs> yeah, I'm back to the original like hold on. They're mm, I don't know who I should be cheering for cuz right. the bad guys are even cool. Right. <laughs> like yeah. Well, and they did enough character development on both sides where you could like you you could empathize with both sets of people. Yeah. Um it felt a little bit hollow, maybe, the you know, what the the people in the town were trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't really didn't really feel believable. Yeah. Um but, you know, whatever. Like it, it worked. I yeah. still enjoyed myself watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this this is a question that comes up because it's like, um, you know, we're on the hopefully on the last parts of a pandemic, sure, and movies being released and juggled and shuffled around or offered strictly on demand. Mm-hmm. Does this feel like a movie that could have played at the theater? 
Or does it feel like a made-for-TV movie in 2021? That's a good question. I think it could have been in the theater. Mm-hmm. I think if it was in the theater, it actually probably would have done really well just because of the star power behind it. I agree. I, I think if people would see trailers on TV and, you know, if it had the marketing that most major motion pictures have, yep. there would have been a lot of people go into it at the theater. And it's a different enough kind of movie story-wise that it would have been like, oh, that's cool. Yep. Let's go see that. There's nothing like that else out. Right. But, yeah. Um, What was the other question I was going to ask you related to that? I can't remember. Okay. Uh, so that actually brings up a segue to maybe the next one. Yeah. Is another movie we for Netflix. About... Oh. oh, I'm going to skip ahead to. Oh, this. I see. I see what you did there. So, you saw. I saw Red Notice. I did. I watched Red Notice. Did you go to the theater to watch this? I did not. I okay. watched it on Netflix. Before you get into it, does it feel like a movie that is made for TV? No. So it feels bigger than yes. Okay, tell me about the movie. Don't spoil it. Yeah. So the premise is uh, there are. There's a a thief trying to steal some stuff, (laughs) and a and a and a law person trying to uh, capture the thief, and then there's another thief. (laughs) Um, So, Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, basically. (laughs) So it's the movie is uh, Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, and Gal Gadot. and uh, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot both play thieves. Dwayne Johnson plays the, uh, you know, the law person trying to catch Ryan Reynolds ultimately and Gal Gadot. Um, it was a fun movie. So this movie, here's how I think this movie got made. I think somebody was watching uh, the Fast and Furious saga, <laughs> watched Hobbs and Shaw yeah. and said, Oh man, Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson have such a chemistry on screen. What can we do with them? Let's make a whole movie of them. And because that's that's the character interaction. If you if you've seen Hobbs and Shaw and the the interaction that they've had in that that it's a whole movie of that. Does Ryan Reynolds play Ryan Reynolds? Yes, absolutely. Man, I don't know whether that draws me into it or not. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you like him, you like him. If you don't, or if you're getting sick of him, then it's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie, you know, it's a it's a classic uh, heist kind of caper movie. Those are always fun, I think. Mm-hmm. I really like heist movies. Uh, this one has beautiful locales. Yeah. Fun stuff. I mean, there's, there is a chase scene um, in the beginning of the movie where – you know, it looks like I have no idea if this is actually him, but it looks like Ryan Reynolds is doing a whole bunch of parkour and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, crazy running around. Uh, and then it's got action. It's got, you know, combat. There's gunfights. There's, uh, you know, big, huge, like, set piece things. Um, it's a, it's a really fun movie. And there's... Uh, there's interesting twists and turns throughout it. Do you feel like you're trying to keep up with it? Like trying to guess where it's going to go? Yes and no. I think they do a pretty good job of pacing it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's uh, 
there are, without spoiling anything, there are th- there are three layers to the to the heist, um, and so they have to. It it's kind of takes you through each one, and um, there's a little bit of like, uh, you know, it, it know the movie knows what it's doing. There's like uh, the uh, obvious you know, tie-in stuff, and you're just like, oh, yeah, okay. I Like, oh, why are they bringing this up? Oh, this it's because this is they're using it as a storytelling device, so they're okay. foreshadowing something else. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit lazy in, in writing in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but those two actors play off each other so well that I think it's okay. I think it works. Um, it's not, uh, it's not revolutionary by any means. It's not yeah. like a very smart comedy. You're not yeah. like, oh man. Well, and that's the other thing is I, I could ask, does the rock play the rock? Absolutely. Does Dwayne Johnson play yeah. Dwayne Johnson? Yeah. And Gal Gadot plays Gal Gadot. Yeah. Like, I mean, all of these characters, all these actors, we've seen them play these characters before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but there's funny stuff in it. Where, you know, it's like, oh, here we go. There's another chase. Oh, wait. Like, okay. And, the, you know, so it, it does have some surprise moments and some twists and turns and some things that are like, oh, that's funny. Like, uh, but it is also, you know, ridiculous. There's things <laughs> happening that just would never happen. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it's worth watching. It's a fun movie. It's, it's definitely, I mean, it, it I guess the only way to say it is the it's a whole movie of the scenes of them together in in Hobbs and Shaw. It's just a movie of that. Well, speaking of mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw, yes, you have completed your journey. I did it. You made it. I summited the mountain of <laughs> gasoline and asphalt. <laughs> that is the and Fast and Furious saga. That is Nas and. Uh, <laughs> All straight up into the stratosphere. You, you and your son have we've bonded. completed the saga. Yeah, you, we 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 watched the uh, Fast Nine, the last movie that has been made thus far. Yeah, there will be another. But at least when this is airing, <laughs> as of as of record, the final mid November, uh, the last made final uh, Fast and Furious movie. And you know what? It was uh, ridiculous. <laughs> just absolutely ridiculous. What did your son think? Uh, he loved it. Was he like, we both loved it. Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah, we were both having a blast. Yeah. Like, it was just completely off the wall. Um, he hadn't watched any trailers for it, so he oh. had no idea. And there's, uh, at, you know, John Cena's in this one. Yeah. So when John Cena came on screen, he's like, What? <laughs> He's like, that's John Cena. Everybody's in this movie. <laughs> um, and so it was, yeah, it's fun. It's, uh, you know, that, you know what you're in for with all right. of those movies. It's it's uh, a way to string together a whole bunch of crazy action sequences. Yeah. That's all those movies are at this point. So now when you're watching these movies, mm-hmm. uh, do you guys talk pause or 
get not up really. and eat, or is it just kind of like you sit there and then yeah. talk about it after? No, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, there'll be comments back and forth of like, oh my gosh, or I can't believe this. Uh, but for the most part, it's it's we're just watching it, and then after, you know, talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, I know Vin Diesel reached out to The Rock publicly uh-huh. <laughs> to... Uh, you know, he wants his brother to come back for one more. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, how's your son feel? Does he know that 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 family thing is still going to keep going? I mean, he he knows there because he's like, there's no way that that's the last one, especially because the last uh, the last shot of the movie. I'm not hip to it yet. So the last shot of the movie, there is a don't uh, spoil. There is a very. Uh, well-known thing you see that you've seen in other movies. And that I'll just leave it at that. A well-known thing I see. Yeah. In, in the last scene, you see something that you've seen before in these movies. Oh, in the other fast. Yes. Okay. Not just other movies. No. And then it ends. So there's something, and I have no idea what that means. I don't, I have no idea how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were both just like, "What? Wait, what?" So, I think I listened to a movie review podcast, and then they talk about listen it. through because they'll keep spoiler discussions yeah, for the yeah. end. They'll be like, "Oh, if so you're I'll, still listening, spoilers are coming. You've been warned." Yeah, so I'll listen to the whole thing, and I think I listened right on through, mm. and I think I know what you're talking about, sure. but I don't want to bring it up here. Sure, right, but um. Because to me, it's kind of like it's not appointment viewing for me. I don't need to see it. Yeah, I'm right. also like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's interesting what they're doing there. Sure. Um, but so- every, I mean, we saw it was definitely a like welcome home, welcome back to the fold kind of movie. Like everybody comes out of the woodwork. Yeah. Um. So that was cool, but uh, it was interesting. It was. It was uh, a saga, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you caught a movie the night we recorded our last I did. Yeah, <laughs> I had talked briefly about and yeah. kind of stayed away from true discussion. Yeah. You went and saw Eternals. I did. And we have not discussed this at all no. since then. I didn't even text you to say, what did you think? Yeah. Luke, what did you think? You know what, man? I think people that review movies online need to just like take a chill pill. Yeah, just take a Xanax or something. Like, <laughs> stop taking things so seriously. The movie was not that bad. It no. really wasn't. No. Was it my favorite Marvel movie? No. Mm-mm. Did it feel like a Marvel movie? Yeah. Yeah. It really did. It was, mm-hmm. you know, these larger than life characters. And I think they did a pretty good job of giving. I mean, we had a. a crew of how many people seven different eight different eternals maybe more yeah i don't remember just a lot i feel like you got a a pretty good share of screen time for the most part yeah um it was uh it was emotional Mm -hmm. it was uh there's a lot happening there and i can see I can see how it ties in a little bit to the the MCU and and the kind of the things we're seeing. I'm interested to see more. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it it definitely doesn't deserve the hate it's getting online. I think it's easy to pile on to movies. It's, yeah. I think it's easy to be a detractor, and I think that you know negative videos and articles get more traction than positive mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. So I think it's kind of easy to get into that. Like, yeah, and let me tell you what I didn't like about it. Yeah. But I agree. I feel like it it was I would be interested to see more. Yeah. I don't I'm not, you know, dying to see more, but I'm also interested to see how maybe some of these characters play. Yeah. Um Kind of thought, you know, I was trying to think about that in relations to Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I was aware that these people existed, but I knew nothing about them. Mm-hmm. They were just kind of like this background, oh, it's a comic thing. And my mm-hmm. wife will ask me questions. I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could tell you plenty about Thor. Right. But uh, these guys are, you know, a level above me. Right. Uh, so I, I was thinking in relations to that, like, I was maybe about the same amount of anticipation going into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also, you know, I found the second one to be much more enjoyable for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So I think, you know, they can get some studio notes and some, you know, go back to the table and say, what did we, what did the chatter tell us? Yeah. And do we let that shape us anyways? Mm -hmm. Uh, What is the story we want to tell? Yeah. Um, But I didn't feel like the characters were bland or Mm-mm. anything i felt like it was a pretty decent movie yeah i agree i it had a it was it was long it's a long movie mm-hmm. but i think it had to be because you had so many characters because you really had to give for the most part everybody kind of got the you know why are they here and why what are they trying to do? Mm-hmm. Every single person, you you kind of got that, and I, you know, a lot of a lot of what the reviews that I was reading were saying it's just such a fragmented movie, and I just don't know how you don't fragment it with that many characters. And I think for what they had, they they did a pretty good job. Um, I I wanted to see a little bit more of. Um, the how how the deviants work mm-hmm. maybe uh, how they play into this this story um, because we didn't really get get much of that yeah um, we're just told they're bad right um, but yeah it'll be interesting I, I definitely I mean I think we'll have a second one yeah. and uh you know, like you said, if we're using Guardians as kind of a template, then uh, two was definitely way more accessible. Yeah. So you, I think you know the guys and their personalities. Let's put them to work. Yeah. Let's team them up and yep. do that. Yeah, I think you have to fragment it a little bit to make mm-hmm. you care about each person. You don't just because then you run into I think the argument of Justice League is oh, so our first understanding of who these people are you're just throwing them all on a team and we're supposed to care about the flash and cyborg yeah i don't know anything about these guys yeah and they're just here fighting and i don't know why so i don't care about them. i have to assume they're on the good side because they are with batman at this point right like i kind of like the way they treated that in eternals because mm-hmm. you don't make that assumption mm-hmm. you know you see a little bit of strife and stuff between some of the characters and you're like 
hmm, I wonder if that's going to come back. Right. So now that it'll be it'll be really interesting, I think, now that things happen of what they do with some of the different powers that these Eternals have. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I guess without going into any kind of spoilers, there's yeah. just certain things that could just really set the MCU off in a mm-hmm. totally different direction. Yeah. Um, that'll be interesting. Without really divulging too much for anybody who's listening or cares, all the Marvel movies tend to start out with like the opening credits with some kind of a song. Yeah. What did you think of that one? So good. Yeah. Real good. Like the way it was implemented, mm-hmm. the the choice of song itself yep. makes perfect sense. Oh, so good. But the way it just, when it happened, I looked right at my wife and I was like, I'm in. Yeah. Like, yes, go. <laughs> and I like, I leaned over. I'm like, the song is called, yeah. you know, and it's, goes perfect with being eternals and right she's like okay <laughs> cool um yeah man i when that happened i was like yeah sign me up yeah, yeah. um let's not get into spoilery stuff you said yeah. you stay for the two yes post credits yes what'd you think of the mid credit fine fine it was uh, a little little caught me a little off guard yeah, and tonally kind of very different than everything we've been watching for the last two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it works because that that scene kind of maybe made a little bit more of a bridge into the wider MCU we see now. Yeah, the, this group of people who seem to be a little bit more serious, a little bit more of a different time. Mm-hmm. How are they, are they going to be fish out of water or are they right. dealing with the fish out of water? Right. You know, but I, I think that could be an interesting thing to see where that sews into the thread mm-hmm. of Marvel going forward. Right. Um, what did you think of the post? Really excited. Yeah. I have no idea what it means. Did you obviously you know? Oh yeah. Okay. I know. The yeah. I don't know what that means. I mean, there's a lot of videos I've watched, a lot of things mm-hmm. I've read since watching. Yeah. Uh, of ooh, it could be this, it could be this, it could be this. That I go, yes, please, yes, please, late, yes, please. Yeah, I'll take any one of those off yeah. that menu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely see a little bit more of a. We talk about characters being serious. We we see. A lot, you know, maybe the darker side mm-hmm. of the MCU and exciting of what that could be. Yeah. And what also kind of intrigues me is it takes what we watched and says we could go in two different directions from here and both will work. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be exclusive. Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's, we'll chat more when the mic is off. Yeah. How about uh, how about you? You've been watching anything lately? Uh, I mean, that's it. I've been catching up on, um, I've been watching old episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. And going back just a couple seasons and like cherry picking yeah. e- episodes that uh, I'll see a screenshot or a title and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. And mm-hmm. man, that show for me is, it's delicious. Yeah. It's, it's so good. 
Uh, I did spend Saturday while it was snowing and kind of crappy. I watched, I caught up on uh, the last probably five or six episodes of Impractical Jokers. Oh, yeah. You ever watch that show? I uh, I've watched a couple of the shows and I watched the movie. Oh, yeah. Did you watch the movie? Uh, This is going to be weird, but I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you watch the show, it's hard to tell between the movie and the show. Yeah, I mean, I remember – I know the whole full premise of the movie. I can't remember if I watched it. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Um, So I remember when the show came out. Yeah. I remember I was down at my dad's house and the first time I saw it, I was like – Oh, this is these guys. This is interesting. This is funny. And yeah. oh, this is cool. Is it you know? I don't like, know this is it, stuff I would want to do with my friends. Yeah, yeah. Like how, but then you know, seeing it again and again, some of those I'm like, man, these guys are getting paid to do this. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then it just kind of slid off my radar a little bit. Sure. And then my sons like. You know, 12, 13, somehow he's picked it up. Uh-huh. And at that point, as a dad, yeah, you hear some of the, the things they're doing and saying and their improv yeah. lines. And yeah. You're just kind of like, I don't know if this is the best thing for my son to be watching. <laughs> and if you're not in the room and all you hear is just constant, yeah. like their laughter, yeah. you're just like, dude, my wife and I are looking at each other like, we need to, it's just obnoxious. Or you'll hear something and you're just like, whoa. That, yeah. I don't know, but then you just kind of slowly find our, you know, we're in the living room and we're watching it with him yeah. and we're just kind of like, you know, he's going to hear some of these things anyways. Sure. So you you just want to make sure that, you know, uh, we're not talking that way, right? you know, in front of mom and dad. Right. And then uh, we're not discussing it really yeah. you know we might both we might all laugh when they say something or whatever but uh so that was just kind of like a weird thing but then it just became like my wife and i will sometimes we'll just be like you know turn on a tv you want to watch anything yeah we're just both playing on our phones put something on and we'll just watch those and then we'll just find ourselves putting the phone down and just watching and yeah um i enjoy that show it's it's they, like bacon. they all have very distinct personalities, and I think that's what's so great about it. Yeah, is is you, that really comes across? I yeah, I don't know who my favorite. I want to say it might be Quinn. Uh huh. Sure. But I always feel bad for Murray. Yeah. <laughs> like he seems like the one that's kind of like that poor guy. But then you watch like Sal with some of his punishments, oh. and you're just like that poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. It. I don't know if I could do that with. I mean. You know, talk about stuff doing it with your buddies. I don't know. There would have to be some hard rules. Like, I'm right. not getting it. You will not get me to tattoo myself. Right. Especially as a joke or a punishment. Right. If I'm putting ink on my body, it's mine. Right. Um, But then they're just, you know, all these other random punishments. <sighs> yeah. It's some serious embarrassment, you know, but yeah, I... I so I, that's what I did Saturday after I watched the harder they or the harder they fall. Yeah. So, um, and then later that day I went to uh, a there's like a pop up thing in Akron with uh, a Gilmore Girls kind of like gathering. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And uh, we went to one a couple of years ago. This is a different one, but it was in the same area. Mm-hmm. And we got there and they had this big uh, grass field and they had a big TV uh, projection outside was sound. And you could sit there um, with, you know, on hay bales and have hot coffee, hot chocolate, cider, and just watch the show. Mm. And then there were tents that you could walk around and like buy things. Uh, people had, you know, coffee cups and tea and uh, books and pillows and just random sure. like stuff. But we went up there to do that. And we did a pass, sat for a minute, sat by a fire. Yeah. And then we just looked at each other and said, it's too cold for this. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to leave, but, but you know, because that's her thing. Yeah. You know, it's her Star Wars is yeah, what yeah. she calls it. Right, but, right. Um, I was like, I'm here. You know, if yeah. we make another pass if you want. She's like, no, nah, let's just. So we walked away and ended up uh, grabbing lunch afterwards and just watching the Buckeyes game. But Nice. Um, that's really, I'm trying to think of anything else that I've been, you know, survivors getting more and more mm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, st- you you realize as the show goes, you're like, I'm, uh, I hope that guy gets voted out. Or yeah. I can't stand that guy. Yeah. You know, it's all based off of what, how they want to frame it. Yeah. It's how it's edited. You've got 24 hours of footage. For every character, mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. and this is the three or four minutes you're giving me. Yeah, I know what you're doing, right? But I love it. Yeah. Um, there's the 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 twists and the turns that they are doing this year make it really interesting. Nice. Um, like advantages and things that they give people, or like Jeff will hide one. You know, like sometimes they'll do a, a challenge and they'll say, you know, one person has to sit out. Mm-hmm. So they like they might team up, and then there'll be one odd person. Jeff, uh, this past episode, put like an advantage thing, and he put it on, like tucked it under the seat of where that person had to sit. Yeah, and so like you can see that person. They keep cutting to him during a challenge, and just kind of like looking around their environment, and you're like, oh, he's totally gonna find that thing. They wouldn't even show Jeff placing it there unless it was gonna be a thing. It's right. Like, why introduce it? He did not find it. Oh. <laughs> I was so surprised. I was like, I looked at my wife and I was like, obviously, they're not even going to bring this thing up if he's, you know. But they start to frame the story around, is this guy somebody who needs to be watching his back? Is this somebody that, you know, he if he finds some kind of advantage, is he going to hold on to it himself? He's going to share it. So mm-hmm. I love all that stuff. Yeah. I, I, I love the... Um, the intricate way of people like scheming. Yeah. You know, every week we look at each other. Cause I, I told you I created like some uh, bingo boards. Yeah. 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 Every week I, re- I kick myself for not printing them out, you know, cause mm-hmm. after I did the first couple of weeks and then there are certain phrases and things that you will look at each other and thought bingo board <laughs> that was on there or man, I should have put that on there. Yeah. Like, I thought it would be you and me to the end or, you know, it was right. like, I'm with you 100%. Right. Or when people say, I'm with you a million percent, like, <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. So that's it for me, man. I, I haven't, uh, it's been a an interesting but not interesting week for me. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I got one more thing. Uh, I So I, uh, 
I think my main source of media ingestion is YouTube. And uh, I found another YouTube sport, as I like to call it, um, a sport that I'd never heard of, but I just started watching uh, multiple uh, exhibitions of it on YouTube. And this is a thing called Ice Cross. Okay. And what Ice Cross is, is uh, four people going down this huge kind of like ice race um it's not a race track because there's no loop, but it's like a it's like a race uh path. Okay. Um and they start, you know, it they're on skis. It's ice it's just an ice, it's like a I mean, kind of like a luge or a bobsled, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not barrel shaped. It's flat. But there's all these kind of jumps and different elevations and hairpin turns. And stuff, and the idea is it's it's four people racing on ice skates at the same time. At the same time, Ooh. now you can't push and pull each other, but so, you can slam into each other. But you can. They say they say you can protect your lane, so mm. you can cut in front of people if you need to. Like as long as you're just paying attention to what you're doing is what it seems like. Anyway, as long as you're paying attention to what you're doing, it's legal. So you can't like if you're gonna fall, you can't grab onto somebody, mm-hmm. um, or if you're trying to get past somebody, you can't pull on their arm, or you know you can you can like put your elbow out to try and block, but mm-hmm. you can't like push or pull. Um, so these do these guys stay close to each other? Yes. Okay. And uh, yeah, so there's like you know different like triple bump things where they're you know yeah, and these guys. They're like, I mean, essentially looks like they're running on their skates. And then sometimes, you know, they're skating around a turn or, you know, mm-hmm. barely jumping over the first jump so that they can hit the second one and fly over the third. So are they on skis or skates? Skates. Ice skates. Skates. And, uh Yeah. So it's, it, I watched, uh, it's, I mean, it's one of, it's kind of like an extreme sport. So it's, uh put on the ones I watched were put on by Red Bull mm-hmm. and uh, they did like a uh, U.S. qualifier or world qualifier or something. So there were uh, eight different heats of four people. And then the top two from each one went to a, like a quarterfinal. And then the, the winner of each of those went down to the semifinals. And then the winner, you know, the winners of those were the finals. Um, it's pretty cool. Now, is this, are these, uh, in front of an audience? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's people out like on, on the track. Is it outside like cold? There's, so I've seen multiple. There's like ones that look like they're set up like in a big stadium. Mm -hmm. Um, there's ones that look like they're just on like a, a ski resort side of a, of the hill and there's people all around. Um, it's kind of all over the place. And every course is unique. Slightly different. Yeah, they're different. Kind of like golf. Yep. There's course – I mean, they're talking about course designs for this year versus last year's, you know, where they had a, a triple jump or a table top kind of thing or uh, this hairpin turn mm. and uh, or a wide kind of turn. It's really it's, – it's cool. It's one of those things that you're like, yeah, of course this exists. But I never would have thought of it. 
and it's it's probably a, there's probably a ton of money into it. Oh, too. I'm sure there is. Like, yeah, you just think because it's not in my day to day, it doesn't exist. Yeah, and you're like, how much? I mean, if Red Bull's doing it, you know that there's other sponsors. Yeah, and there's like TV and yep. somebody's record. Yeah, there's there's something for everybody. It's crazy. It's awesome. I love I love the it's it times like that is when I really really like the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, where it's like, hey. You've watched this and this and this. You'll probably like this. And you're like, <laughs> you know me so well, YouTube. Yeah. What, um, like, are they current, epi- like, current uh, yeah. events? Or are yeah. you watching stuff like-, like 2020, 2021? Okay. Yeah. So, do you have any favorite athletes? Not really. Um, I haven't watched enough to really know, like, the people. It seems like. Do they let them be, like, uh, personalities like yeah, afterwards absolutely talk to them stuff. yeah 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 and it, it seems like there's a wide range um of people i mean guys that are like 20 up mm-hmm. to guys that are like 30 32 um up the, to 32 well, i know but you know when you're thinking like <laughs> yeah, yeah professional athlete right tom brady's like grandpa yeah you know um but it's, Can you imagine being out there with like just blowing your knees out? <laughs> no, dude. I look. I, I mean, these guys are in. It's crazy because they're in like. I guess the best way to describe it is like aerodynamic hockey gear. Okay. Like they're fully padded up. Like they're playing hockey. Actually, the the way I found it is a video of hockey players trying to go down this thing. Okay just by themselves. Okay. And so, you know, these guys aren't used to jumping They're really just used to or flat. Yeah. Open. And so I was watching them do this. And then I was like, what is, why is this course even built? What is this thing for? And that led me into yeah. ice cross. Um, but man, it is, uh, it's a really fun thing to watch because it's something I'd never seen before. Yeah, man, I'll stumble across stuff too. And I'm like, Nope, that's not for me. Why did I just watch it for three hours? Yeah, exactly. Um, cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> Watching like indoor cornhole during the pandemic. Yeah. These guys in masks that are just throwing these things, yeah. you know, and there's like audiences. There might be like 12 people spread out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, these boards say Johnsonville brats on yeah. it. Like there's money. Like there's a whole like target I'm audience. Just sinking them one yeah. after the other. And you're like, man. Yeah, it's kind of like bowling. You think oh, once you get to a certain level, aren't you just automatic? Yeah. Aren't you just always bowling strikes? Yeah. Like, no. You know, there's obviously there are splits. There yeah. are spares. And <laughs> just, you know, but uh, yeah. So uh, cornhole is one of those. And then um, freaking darts. Oh, yeah, dude. Just watching people throw darts and then realizing like, oh, he's he can't. You don't just throw straight at the bullseye every time. Like you need no. points. Yeah, you have to be meticulous about yeah. where you land and triple twenty, triple twenty, triple twenty. Yeah, right. Like, dang. <laughs> like, All right. And then it's like I need a a double fifteen, a mm-hmm. fourteen. He's got to hit the eight bowl. on this. Yeah, he's got to hit the eight on this thing. Like, wow. Oh, double eight. You didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, he went over. Um. What was the other one? Uh, I don't think we even talked about because we weren't doing this form of the podcast. But um, axe throwing. Oh yeah. Have you ever gone? Yes. 
once. Cool. It is cool. It's pretty cool. It's hard to do. It's it harder is. than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also one of those things where you're like, okay, now I want to see other people do this right. as a sport. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's amazing what is out there. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of my first dip into eBay in the late 90s mm-hmm. was this concept of if I want to buy it, somebody's selling one. Right. Or, you know what? Do you think somebody would buy this old tie? Somebody's bidding on it. Like, there's always a buyer for something. There's always a seller. Yep. It's like there's always an audience for things, you know, with the right exposure. Well, and, you know, now YouTube has been around for however many years. There's always a video on it. Mm -hmm. That's what I found. It's like, how do I do this? Or how does this work? And there's, you know, three or four videos of somebody that's like, here's how to wire up a three-way light switch. Yep. Oh, you want to replace the taillight on a 2005 Ford Focus? Yeah. Here's how you change the stereo on a 2012 Subaru. Yeah, right? Like, man, that's cool. Yeah. If I I owned a mom-and-pop garage, Mm -hmm. I would record everything now. Yeah. And I would just put it out there and just let it exist. It's crazy how much, how, you know, seemingly easy it is to be a content creator if you want to, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's that double-edged sword of like, yeah, it's easy to do because you're doing what you're doing already, but you also have to then edit it and put it out in a yeah. format that's digestible to the person. Yep. So it's, it's an interesting thing. And, you know, I've watched so many videos where it's obviously done on somebody's phone and you don't even see them. They're just talking behind it and it, you get what you need from it. Yep. It's not super produced. And it has, you know, a million views. That is really one of the reasons I feel like I uh, stayed away from audio and video sure. for us was when I do it, I want to do it right. Right. I want to make sure that when I go into it, I can replicate it. I can move quickly, have it polished. And then I realized through the pandemic, it was just kind of like, you know what? There are people sitting here watching some celebrity at his laptop Yeah, that the sound is terrible and they might get disconnected. Uh, there are things where the, the video quality is what it is. The audios, and, but people will tune in because yep. it's, uh, I like the person Yep, and, or the content is helpful or entertaining. Yep. yep. So I was like, yeah, I gotta, gotta get back on that mm-hmm. horse and get going again. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's where we are. Yeah. We're right. here. We're on the horse. <laughs> uh, Luke, I don't really have any other topics here. Oh, no, man, that's all for me. All right. Um, so if somebody wants to get a hold of us, has okay. any feedback, uh, feel free to contact us at podcast at androidguys.com. Mm-hmm. If they want to directly contact you, Luke, can they do that? Yep. Luke Gall on Instagram and Twitter. All right. And I am Scott Webster on Instagram and swebster77. Twitter. Thanks for listening. See you later.